Mike's. It's Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, a transgender IBS-fueled anal blowout. Plus, post-birth abortions are now reality thanks to the COVID vaccine. God on a wheel. Everything is garbage. And maggots pouring down from the ceiling. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents the continuing adventures of Peter and Raymond. I am not going to die. I will tell you if I'm dead. Last time, I think I walked away without saying this, but I'm saying it now. Anybody fucks with my shit while I'm in the fucking hospital, they better answer to me. Any cocksucker that steals from me or fucks with my shit, I'm going to dump the shit, I'll kick the shit out of any cocksucker or kill. I may not be able to whip everybody, but I can sure as hell kill any cocksucker that lives. Anybody is fucking my shit, you better, you better head for another fucking country, because... I I know how to I, I know how to use any fucking gun that there is, any weapon there is. I will not stand for this shit. If I come back home and I find that my shit is missing, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill somebody. The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. Fuck you if you're not from Palm Beach County. Why does man have to have such a sweet rectum? And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. At least I'm not going to die because I'm a careless fairy. Yes, Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday show. Got a great program for you. Been busy today working on the Distorted View store. The refresh for 2021. It should be launching in the next few days. Full of new products, returning favorites. The Tim Henson jizz rags are in stock. So many ways for you to part with your money. Look at me, a little capitalist. Consume, consume, consume. Let's help keep this incredible economy chugging. Listen, at the top of the show, you heard a little bit of uh, Peter and Raymond elderly roommates who hated one another many years ago i shared with you the uh, the female equivalent to peter and raymond marilyn and royce if the names don't ring a bell maybe the phrase out on a wheel does or maybe uh, just referring to everything as garbage everything here is garbage that uh, is the love of my life royce Here's one of the few clips uh, that I found posted on YouTube years ago. Uh, Royce is talking about her favorite music. This rock motorhome Chopin, Tchaikovsky, Grieve. I know all about it. I know how to play it internationally. Play piano. Internationally composed symphonies. God. This shit. Garbage. Garbage that I don't want. Why would I have to be a victim of all this garbage, the crap that you like? You- She's referring to Marilyn here, who is sitting on the bed next to her. Come to find out, they've been friends since the 80s. Royce must just be in one of her moods here. Oh, God, on a wheel. In Las Vegas. Oh, shut up. Yeah, every time Marilyn speaks, that's pretty much what Royce has to say. Oh, shut up. Good God. Garbage. Shut up! Martha Ray. Ah, she appeared ah, on the same program with Lena Horne. Ah, 
and oh. I saw that. Shut up! And of course, uh, <laughs> oh. in the nightclub, Martha has a dirty show. Oh, Jesus Christ! Right for comedy, you know. Yeah, Royce doesn't want to hear about that. Honey, I want to live in a world that I'm used to, coming home and putting on my opera, my concerto, live in this shithole. Yeah, I guess the story goes that, you know, they once had money, especially Royce. She lost it all. Her husband died. And now Marilyn and Royce live in a uh, hotel room. A shithole downtown where I all my money is gone. Gone. This garbage hole. Garbage. Oh, God. This garbage hole. Well, everybody either has oh, to get money or, or marry it or make it yourself. Oh, shit. Now, there's up. only three ways. Well, did you ever have it? I had a little bit, yes. Please, 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 please. But I'm not basically unhappy. <laughs> basically sit in this shithole. Well, all right. I've had to adjust. Oh, shut up. Shut up! See what I mean? They're kind of like Peter and Raymond. Anyway, aside from a few clips, there was a a promise of a full-length documentary. I never found it. However, recently, I found a TikTok account full of uh, Royce and Marilyn, stuff I've never seen before. Americans don't respect the mind, they don't respect elegance, only the body. It's disgusting. Disgusting. It's all sex. Garbage sex. Mm. Well, not everybody is that way. Oh, not at all. God, we live in a garbage country. Garbage. <laughs> a lot of the clips are, uh, th- again, things I've never heard before, but very short. And, you know, Royce is very dramatic. God, I know I'm an older woman, but that was so insulting. Oh, so crude, so hard. <laughs> Love the theatrical gasp. I grew up in high society in New York. Elegance, elegance, that's all I love. Do I have to listen to these pieces of shit from nowhere? God! It's hilarious in a sad way. I mean, this woman is just so upset with how things turned out. Her life is garbage. Living in a hotel. God, yeah. Used to be high society. Oh, I made a hellhole for eleven years. A hellhole that I, I cannot go on living. Yeah, poor Royce. Jesus Christ on a wheel. When it comes to the documentary that uh, is being filmed, Royce wants all of the questions written out. She wants to see them beforehand so she can formulate answers. Well, you if you write out the questions, Marilyn, would you head, shut up? Write all. Don't tell me how to write, how to think. Well, somebody's got to write the script. I don't want anyone writing the script, but my, I want well, the I questions. Well, I have it down here. Oh, shut up! Why don't you shut up? Well, somebody has to decide. Oh, Marilyn, don't you understand? I know what I'm doing all the time. You're not telling me. Jesus Christ! I don't want to discuss this crap. Yeah, I want to prepare what I want to say, prepare my verbiage ahead. She's quite bossy for being someone who's almost homeless. She really kind of thinks she's calling the shots when it comes to this documentary. Well, I was just excited to hear more audio from uh, Marilyn and Royce, mainly Royce. Marilyn's the quiet one. 
she's quite frankly the victim of abuse here. Let's close out this discussion of Royce and Marilyn with a song I believe a Distorted View listener composed called God on a Wheel. God! Shit! Enough. Thank you, Matthew, for that song. I think he made that for us over 10 years ago. Moving on, I've got a uh, mother who's all worked up over the fact that her daughter has announced that she's gay. She's not handling things well. I don't know where she got this, but uh, apparently her first order of business is to ban all clothing with frogs depicted on it. Why frogs? Who the fuck knows? The woman is nuts. She thinks frogs have something to do with gay. Maybe this is the Alex Jones thing. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the freaking frogs gay. Do you understand that? Turn the freaking frogs gay. Serious crap. Gay. Frogs, freaking frogs. It's not funny. That's the only connection I could think of between gay people and frogs. This girl apparently has a few shirts with, like, cartoon frogs on it, and those have to go. The frogs are gay. Did you know? Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that? Because I think they found a frog that they, that they were gay, and that's what they're doing with frog t-shirts. So I can't, I can't wear frog t-shirts anymore because... All of your frog t-shirts have a gay saying on them. They don't. They're just frogs. <laughs> Jay, get out. Get out a frog t-shirt that has a frog well, that has no, no gay I know Jay's going about that now. I'm, I'm real. I'm really not though. You I'm dead serious. All of my frogs just have frogs on them, and they don't have anything like, else. Are you gonna believe her? Or are you gonna believe me? Look, all I can do is just wait and see. Wait and see what? If you catch your daughter eating cunt, we'll see if those frogs make her gay. Yeah, the dad doesn't really want to pick sides here. It seems. Because I'm gonna look this shirt myself. Okay, so now my clothes, okay, my, okay, my, all of my Care Bears and Frog clothing are being policed now. Oh, don't get us started on Care Bears. They're all gay. I mean, aren't they all like pastel colored and then they make up the colors of the rainbow? Mm-hmm. Here's another video uh, with the lesbian and her mom in the car. So my mother stop, just stop. asked me if I could quotation mark at least be bi and not just gay. So she has hope. Would you like to elaborate on that? No. Okay. I hope you're not taping me. I sort of get what the mom's saying. Like, it, you know, if you were at least bi, there's a chance, you you know, you could have kids. 
may not be as bad as uh, you're, you're thinking, although this is coming from the same woman who is banning frog clothes. In the, the LGBTQ How is it cool to be in the LGBTQ? Because you, want, you need to be in, you like to be in a group that's accepting like a family, and that to you is. Like, oh. I, the daughter should be like, you know what? I think that's part of it, Mom. You're right. A larger part of it, though, has to do with the fact I love the taste of cunt. Sweaty, musky, hairy cunt. Well, at least the mother hasn't disowned her or, you know, kicked her out of the house. She's just banning frog clothing right now. Progress, I guess. Uh, Speaking of progress, do you remember about a year ago, we played audio from Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. Oh, that's not a character from a Bond film. Miss Tenpenny. She is one of the leading anti-vax voices in America. She's a strong believer that vaccines magnetize people and connect them with cell phone towers. She is now also warning people that if you get the vaccine, you're probably going to die anywhere from 45 days out after, you know, the jab to uh, a year. So some of our expiration dates are coming up rather quickly here. Tenpenny is back with more nuttiness. Here's what she has to say. People have got to start saying to their bosses who are requiring them to get tested if they don't get a shot, that you need to start saying to them, torture is illegal in the United States of America. And you repeatedly testing me for being non-compliant and disobedient is torture. And I think that we're going to be writing that up and we're going to sending it into the EEOC. Yeah, see where that gets you, honey. The EEOC, of course, is the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. While that's kooky, it's not the real reason why I'm playing this clip. And we're going to start accusing you and these policies of being torture. Call a spade a spade. And we know. Crowd seems to be on board there. Even if you agree that uh, people should not be tested at work, the, the next line is a bit much, right? And we know that this is murder by injection, right? Well, we know that. We've done research. I lo- I'd love to see Ms. Tenpenny's research. You know, like 200 million people have been fully vaccinated here in the United States. If most of the people who got the shot start dropping like flies, we're going to notice it rather quickly. There's not going to be much of a population left. And you're supposed to give this as sacrificing your children. Okay. A little more hyperbole there. Two. Balak, to Baal, child sacrifice being resurged in these final days from the Babylonian mystery schools. This is a doctor speaking. From the Tower of Babel and the descendants of Nimrod. And this is what is happening. And if you see anybody participating in this, you need to be challenging them of what they are doing to their spirituality and what they are sacrificing their children to. You know, I had a really good friend who said, you know, we've sacrificed over 60 million newborn, unborn babies in abortion. We have multiple states in this country who actually allow late-term abortion. Now we are doing very, 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 very late-term abortion by killing five-year-olds. That's what really got me interested in this clip. I've been advocating for post-birth abortion for years. This vaccine might be just that. You know, it's a win-win for me. If the vaccines work, all right, I won't get COVID. Great. If they do work, millions of child death. I'm pleased as punch. Thanks, Pfizer. Thanks, Moderna. This is happening in America, people. And it's your job 
to stop everybody you know and wake them up and shove it in their face. And if they defund you off of social media, who cares? couple things. This is such like a religious way of thinking about things. I got to preach to you. I'm trying to save your soul. Got to get right up there in your face and preach the good word. Leave us alone. You don't need to preach at this point. Again, 200 million people have been vaccinated. It's too late. You lost. I shouldn't say you lost yet. If all us vaccinated people end up dying, you have every right to say, ha, 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 I was right. Fair is fair. If you're not a complete goddamn Yahoo, it's hard to take her seriously, right? Especially when she says things like, if they defund you off of the social media platform, who cares? It's like she just says words that she knows will get people all riled up. And shove it in their face. And if they defund you off of social media, who cares? Does she actually have patience? she a practicing doctor right now? Because that's a fucking scary thought. This is child sacrifice. This is the resurgence of child sacrifice from the days of, of the Babylonian mystery schools. And I'm here for it. What a time to be alive. It said in Genesis 6. And what Jesus himself said that in those final days, it will be like as in the days of Noah. And what were they doing? Child sacrifice? And what else were they doing? They were giving and giving in marriage and not paying a bit of attention to things. And their thoughts were totally on evil. This concludes Sherry Tenpenny's medical summit, where she mostly talked about the Bible. Well, like 55% Bible, 40% abortion, the rest magnets and 5G. Let's turn our attention to the Discord now. Category 5 aborted feedicane provided a couple links that are great. First up, a meeting at a Presbyterian church where the minister feels like maybe we should stop using certain terminology. In this case, melting pot. You guys have probably heard that term before, right? The United States is a melting pot of people. That's the goal anyway, right? Different people from different walks of life, race, religion, all coming together sharing their experiences, and we're building off that to make a better country. Right? That was the goal. Uh, It failed. Now it's every man for himself here in the United States. Anyway, this very liberal uh, Presbyterian minister has uh, come up with a new term uh, to replace melting pot. One of the things we talked about in the the class uh, with um, Gary and Marsha before we formed... uh, was the, how problematic the idea of the melting pot is in, in, our, in American culture. And uh, at least one better metaphor, I guess, is uh, tossed salad. Yes, I like that. We all should aspire to be tossing each other's salads here in the United States. That's what it means to be an American. Who was this pastor talking to? You think they... they they encouraged him to uh, use the term tossed salad, and they, they knew what it meant. A better metaphor, I guess, is... Because uh, you're going to hell for that one. Tossed salad. Uh, and, and that ties into this notion, you know, it's not about not seeing color, but it is about... Ass licking? That's right. Sticking your tongue in the anus of white people, black people, Muslims, atheists, Native Americans... We should all be sucking each other's sphincter in pursuit of a more perfect union. The other clip that Category 5 sent in, I can't, I still can't quite wrap my mind around this. I don't know what's happening here. 
We've got someone talking about uh, an IBS blowout. You know, irritable bowel syndrome. Take a look at the chapter artwork right now. Looks like a dude, right? You're... I don't know what you are. Are you right or wrong? According to this person, they are a cisgendered woman. This person certainly sounds like a woman. I think they're transitioning. But that, that would mean you're not cisgender, right? Do I not know what cisgender is? Have I, have I been mistaken all these years? After all this time, I thought I was finally starting to understand these trans terms, but I guess not. Take a listen here. So I am a cis woman with IBS, and I use the men's bathroom. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of videos of trans men who are in bath- public bathroom stalls with somebody in a stall next to them just farting and shitting and being gross. And there's some, like, iteration of, like, oh, no, I regret this. <laughs> okay, so wait a second. <laughs> I think this person st- was born a woman and is transitioning to a man, and she's using the male restrooms. Or they're they're using the male restrooms now, right? And it just makes me think about this time that I was in the Walmart bathroom just having a bad IBS episode in the men's bathroom, Um, and I was the one just blowing it up. And it wasn't until much later that um, there was, I noticed there was just a silent guy in the stall. Like very, like after like five minutes of just me being disgusting, uh, I hear like a little shift and I'm like, and so every time I see those videos of trans guys talking about how gross men are in the bathroom, I never want to be invalidating, but I want to be like, what if it's a woman? It could be a woman. It could be me. That was the point of your video. You want people to be aware that trans men can be just as fucking disgusting as trans women. Or, wait, he's calling himself a woman. I thought he was transitioning. I thought she was born a woman and becoming a man. See, I'm so confused about what is going on. The only thing this person's concerned with, though, is educating people that the person shitting up a storm in a public restroom might not be who you think it is. Don't misgender those mystery shitters. It might sound like male diarrhea coming out of an ass, but it could be woman butt sludge. Anytime we hear loud noises coming out of a bathroom, we assume it's a dude in there. You want to know why? Because of the patriarchy. (laughs) Finally, before we get into the news, Great Big Pete messaged and said, Hey, Tim, if you like mashups, which I do, uh, dig this guy. His name is Bill McClintock, and he's a good mashup artist. And I've got an example here. This is a mashup of Metallica. And uh, you know that song that's like, You can get my mouth walking. <laughs> you, know, you know that song? <laughs> Holy shit, why have I never tried covering that song? Anyway, uh, so it's those two songs combined. Seems to be quite a challenge. Leo Sayer, you make me feel like dancing. Hey, hey, I'm your life. I'm the one who takes you there. Hey, hey, I'm your life. I'm the one who cares. Hey, hey, they I'm your only true friend now. I'll provide a link on the show notes today if you want to hear the whole thing. 
Real quick, I'm so curious if I can pull this off. Hold on. <laughs> I think I can do it. I like this part better than the chorus, you know. I don't think I've ever heard this entire song. Wasn't I just making fun of some uh, musical artist yesterday on the podcast? Like uh, that old broad Marianne we used to feature where she would like attempt to sing songs she's never heard before. And yesterday we played, uh, you know, a, a slow kid singing Mariah Carey. Didn't know what the hell he was doing. I'm no different. I'm no better. But baby, I've got potential. I'm going to bone up on this song and I'm going to blow you away real soon. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. To the fucked up news. Right What an utterly dumb podcast this is. Uh, hey, guys, if you are not yet a member of the Distorted View Sideshow, hmm, not the best way to start off this commercial. Isn't Distorted View daily pointless and dumb? Sign up for the Sideshow, DV's member site, where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. 4,000 plus shows of utter worthlessness. More importantly, every week we do brand new exclusive shows. Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast, and I'll be doing another one tomorrow. I don't know why. These podcasts provide absolutely no value whatsoever. I continue to just do a stellar commercial here, don't I? All right, listen, it, it's a lot of fun. Been at Distorted View Daily for what, like 17 years? The Sideshow's been around for 14 or 13 or something. I mean, you know. This shit is time-tested, baby. If you like the show, and I hope you do, please consider supporting it so we can continue on for a long, long time. Memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Again, superfreaksideshow.com. That's the address to remember. Other ways to support the show? Yes, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar, just another way to help support the show. Every little bit helps. Thank you to all of my patrons and, of course, my Sideshow members. They are the reason this show continues. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, a DoorDash driver in Southern California was seen on surveillance video using a customer's residential building lobby as a toilet after dropping off an order. Sounds like she dropped off a couple of orders. Maybe instead of dashing to the door, she should have dashed to the bathroom. Oh! 
Maybe the DoorDash driver was just doing his or her job and someone ordered the poo-poo platter. DoorDash, more like doo-doo-dash. I said DoorDash, more like doo-doo-dash. Yeah, that was one too many. Should have stopped while I was ahead. The building manager of a Brentwood apartment building was contacted by a resident in the building saying that there was feces feces, all over the lobby of the 19-unit building. When the building manager checked the surveillance video, she was shocked to see a DoorDash driver using a trash can in her building's lobby to take a dump. See, now, that's awful and gross and all that, but uh, they were at least using a trash can. How did the shit get all over the place? Quote, what I saw, I could not unsee. <laughs> I was flabbergasted at what I saw. Uh, that's according to Lisa Stanley, who was the DoorDash customer for the delivery. She let it go. You know what they say, when you gotta go, you gotta go, and boy, did she ever. You're four steps away from outside where there's a bush or your car. I don't know, but not in the lobby of a Brentwood apartment building. This is a health issue. You have a human being who's taking a poop in the middle of her job in a lobby of an apartment and then resuming her job, which is delivering and touching food. Ah, when she contacted DoorDash. Oh, I hope she took pictures. We need evidence. Uh, When she contacted DoorDash support through the app to alert them to what happened, the company sent her a response saying in part, thank you for your patience and I hope you're doing well. Uh, We do not condone this type of action and are currently investigating this with the information provided. The DoorDash official went on to say that the driver associated with her delivery is no longer able to deliver with DoorDash. Details of all investigations are kept private. The company refunded her order and added an additional $20 credit to her account, as well as refunded the Dasher's tip. Stanley said that had the driver asked, she may have let her use the bathroom and added that uh, there are bushes outside the building if the emergency situation called for it. The local Fox affiliate, Fox 11 over there, uh, asked DoorDash to comment and they said the trust and safety of our community is extremely important. (laughs) Basically, they said that they're um, investigating, working with law enforcement, and they vowed to get to the bottom of what ended up being a crappy situation. Oh, no, I don't deserve that. All right, second story we have for you today from the man who thought very, very, very late-term abortions at the age of five were appropriate. Here's some more child injury and possibly death for your Wednesday. The Michigan Department of Licensing and Regulatory Affairs revoked a Garden City woman's daycare license after an investigation revealed a child put another kid in a clothes dryer and turned it on. Quote, it was... What is that noise? What is that? Yes. Thank you, boy, George. It was critical to take emergency action to protect the health, welfare, and safety of the children at this family child care home. That's a quote from the people over there at the Department of Licensing and Regulatory Affairs. According to Lara, the woman brought the child, described only as a minor household member, to the hospital on August 4th because she was stressed out. 
because he had put another child in the clothes dryer and turned it on. The minor later admitted to a nurse and social worker that she, oh, it was a girl. She, what a bitch. She did put another child in the dryer and turn it on. Later, the child who was in the dryer told her mom about it and said it was hot and it was dark and it hurt my back. On the plus side, she said, all the wrinkles in my forehead are gone. According to the report, the woman never told the child's parents or Lara, the, you know, licensing, whatever, about the incident and then proceeded to lie about it during the investigation process. The investigation found violations under the Child Care Organizations Act. And as of November 3rd, the woman's license has been revoked. She's no longer allowed to operate a daycare and must uh, inform all parents of children in her care about her license suspension. Violations include, but are not limited to, lack of appropriate care and supervision, household members' suitability and conduciveness to the welfare of children, and failure to provide truthful and accurate information to the department during an investigation. Final story we have for you today. You may remember the first story involved a woman finding a shit in her apartment lobby. I've got another unsavory find in an apartment. This one, dare I say, is worse? The decomposing body of a reported domestic abuse victim was found in her Bronx apartment after the woman's downstairs neighbor complained about maggots dropping from the ceiling. Oh, that's enough, boy George. Police found the decomposing remains of Ashley Ducille after the tenant below her told the building super that maggots were coming through their ceiling. I mean, there must have just been like millions of maggots eating this decomposing body. Oh, so gross. Uh, Ducille was found next to the body of a man, aw, believed to be her abusive boyfriend. Oh, well, it's not that sweet. Forgot she was a domestic abuse victim. Thought this was one of those sweet stories where it was like a couple that couldn't bear to be away from one another, so they died minutes apart. Died of a broken heart. In this case, she died of a broken jaw and several ribs and a collapsed lung. You know how domestic violence goes. It ain't pretty, but it can be hot and dark. Like a dryer. All right, where was I? Ducille was found next to the body of a man believed to be her abusive boyfriend. Police believe Ducille died in a murder-suicide at the boyfriend's hand. Ah, the name of the boyfriend has not yet been released. You want to protect his privacy. No, that's probably not the reason, right? Uh, she used to tell me, can you call me to see if I'm okay? Can you please? Can you please check up on me? That's according to Ernesto Garcia, the building superintendent. That's sad. The tenant who reported the maggots to Garcia on Saturday also told him that a week before, on November 6th, she had heard two gunshots from the apartment in a loud thud. And you didn't... You didn't look into that uh, at all? You didn't call the cops? You heard gunshots and a thud from the apartment above you. And then no sounds whatsoever. You deserve all those goddamn maggots falling on your head, you dumb bitch. The Daily News reported that the police who responded to Garcia's calls were overwhelmed by a foul stench even before they opened the door. Like, someone should have called. The uh, They ultimately found Ducille dead on the couch in the living room 
and the man dead on the floor nearby. A gun was found next to the man, uh, the report said, citing an unnamed source. Lucille was only 29 years old, and the man found next to her was 40. Lucille's father said that uh, he was stunned by the news of his daughter's death. Yeah, the shock hasn't hit me. It's just crazy. It's just devastation, Anthony Lucille said. She was a good mother. She loved her children. Lucille, who had four children, had previously expressed that she was afraid of her boyfriend. I would have to change the cylinder in the door constantly, Garcia said. Every two weeks, changing the lock, she used to get mad at her boyfriend and used to take the keys away from him. But the boyfriend would find other ways to get into the residence, Garcia said, such as climbing the fire escape to Ducell's window or standing outside her apartment door. Ducell had recently lost custody of her children, but they were uh, with her on Halloween. Apparently, her stepbrother, Joseph Donald, took the kids because, you know, it was a crazy environment she was living in. The stepbrother said the place was a hellhole and we just took the children. There was no food in the fridge, no food in the cupboards, nothing. Everywhere it was empty. He reportedly explained that if the children lived with Ducille, they would be living in a home alongside rampant prostitution and drug use. Really? And the father said she was a good mother. Huh. Garcia said the last time she saw Ducille, she told him she was terrified of her boyfriend. Uh... With good reason, I guess. She was all bruised up, Garcia said. She was beat up. She told me he broke a bone in her back. Her hands were swollen. The police used to come here constantly. Every Saturday, they used to be here. When they last spoke on the phone on October 28th, she sounded positive. She sounded happy. She was laughing, telling me she will give me a Christmas gift for putting the heat on. Jesus Christ, what a depressing news story. I hate to say this, but you know this poor woman's life sounded like pure hell maybe she can now rest look at me eulogizing this lady actually trying to show compassion it just doesn't feel right all right let's uh, end it right there that my friends is your distorted news for wednesday let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here all right i love to hear from you freaks and there are many ways to contact the show show at distortedview.com i'm all over social media at distorted view on twitter and instagram facebook.com slash distorted view show you know all the ways to get a hold of me uh just go to distortedview.com if you don't because uh there's a list of some sort i guess on the show notes or website you know you can find all different ways to contact me over there there's a link to the discord where all the freaks are hanging out I urge you all to uh, click on that and, uh, you know, chat with other like-minded idiots. All right, let's check in with a few freaks here. Tim, this is Christian Splatulence. Sing it with me. <laughs> Our God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. I am doing a lot of singing today. That's another one of my regular songs at karaoke. Next up here, what do we got? TV, Scumhawk here, baby. Listening to that show um, a few days ago where that uh, stupid bitch crashed her bike and smashed her cunt up and uh, somehow managed to smash her cunt with those handlebars. (laughs) And uh, fuck me, that was a a brilliant read by you of that story. But uh, the real reason I'm calling into the voicemail segment and... Critical Madness has called up with his missus uh, suggesting he find a freak service, which I think is a fantastic idea. Oh, yes. And that was a brilliant... I don't remember if that was on a Sideshow exclusive podcast, but um, like Scumhook mentioned here, someone suggested a uh, find a freak service. 
either for listeners of the podcast or um, just freaks in general. And that was a brilliant voice now. She's laughing along in the background going, yeah, 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 find a freak. This guy, you know what it is, it was her idea, and she wants it. She wants to find another freak. This guy <laughs> has just suggested a way for his wife to get fucked by. Oh, he's a cuck. Oh. It's all making sense. The dots are all fucking lighting and joining. Yes, that's it. Ha! These <laughs> sneaky bitches. Well done, Mrs. Madness. But Scumhook no- put all the pieces of the puzzle together. Seems very proud of himself here. No, no, I, I, as usual, am one step ahead of the sneaky bitches. So, got your back, pretty cool, man. Uh, just keep an eye on your missus, mate. Also, uh, Mrs. Madness, uh, DM me on Discord or anywhere else, and, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Right, he is willing to fuck. He's going to be the first person to sign up uh, for the Find a Freak service. Hey, folks, it's your sideshow member, Davey Manson. We were talking, I think it was the last episode in October before Halloween, about how you get shit songs stuck in your fucking yes. head and you just can't stop. It's a real problem. Like, not just stuck in my head. Like, it's... Uh, like- it's it's almost debilitating. Remembering them, I am the same way. I can put a song on pause, come back to it two days later on my Spotify, and before I unpause the motherfucker, I already know what verse and what word is about to come out next. It's uh, insanely annoying yeah. how much I get songs stuck in my head to the point that I know what verse I left out on. I just wanted you to know that you're not the only one. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. Maybe I'm just fucking obsessive compulsive. I really don't know. Yeah. It's got to be mental illness related, right? You are having a good week. And, and I'm going to get on TikTok. I'll find a, a community over there. Or at least people willing to pretend they have the same affliction. To your mom, I'm not caught up quite yet on the current show. But it's always good to hear from you. Um, hope that, yeah, bye. Yeah, uh, I don't know what you were saying there, but uh, Mom's doing well, and uh, I'll be seeing her again in, uh, what, about a month now? Hey, Tim, it's Edgelord Trash here. Uh, Not calling up for much anything, but uh, how are you doing? Okay. Oh, man, that's crazy. I'm glad to hear you're doing good. Me? Oh, thanks for asking. I am doing great. You know, just wanted to check in, see how my favorite little careless fairy is. Uh, Anyway... I hope you have a great day. Hugs and kisses. Bye. What the hell was that all about? I'm very suspicious when people ask me how I'm doing. I fear that I'm going to be putting on um, a lot of weight. That's how I'm really doing. Because that fucking Starbucks, they have their holiday coffees out. Now, since the spring or summer, I've been drinking this uh, nitro brew coffee shit. And uh, while I still put, fuck you know, cream in it. Way better than the, you know, 700-calorie lattes that I uh, was drinking before. But now that it's the holiday season, I can't help myself. I love those fucking chestnut praline lattes. If you haven't tried them, dear God. I feel like chestnut praline um, is one of those flavors that flies under the radar at Starbucks. Because, you know, it seems to be around every year and... Everyone goes nuts for, like, the new flavors. Like, oh, my God, it's sugar cookie latte. Yay. Our peppermint mocha. Got to get my peppermint for Christmas. But uh, chestnut praline, god damn, is that good. And I've been drinking the shit out of that every day. Every day I get one of those. Oh, my God. Hello. I try not to eat dinner now <laughs> to, to offset the calories and the fat. Hello, and son of a Vladimir Putin here. Hello, hey, the day freaks. It's good to be here. 
I, it was a nice surprise to hear that call on yeah. the yesterday show. It's always fun when I have left a voicemail on the free side line and forgotten that it has occurred. And then I, I, I wake up and I see a message in Discord saying, oh, my goodness, great call, Vlad. And I'm like, what? I don't know what you talk about. Um, oh, boy, that guy was something special with his magic tongue, his golden tongue. Yes, yesterday on the Sideshow Exclusive Podcast, I just uh, happened to run across a regular voicemail from Vlad uh, calling the party line, and whew, that guy was um, a mouthful. Uh, very good stuff, very good stuff. He really thought he... Like, his tongue was special. Like, he could really please a woman's pussy. He didn't even know what a fucking clit was, though. I wanted to... Call, kept calling it a nub. ...mention our podcast. Thank you, Tim, for mentioning it to all the freaks. We do appreciate very much. Me and my good friends, Great Big Beat, Thylosaurus Rex, and my good friend, RNG, created a podcast. Oh, RNG. It is called Great Big Pranks. Uh, it is available anywhere respectable and uh you know podcasts are available and uh please do look us up please do download um give us a listen i have i have had many uh messages concerned that there was just not quite enough vlad in the first episode they understand this they're like who are these guys i hear these voices i do not right. hear we want Vlad. I don't hear more Vlad. I don't hear any sexy Vlad voices. I'm like, what? Like, I thought Vlad was in there. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so I just wanted to assure everybody that in the next episode we'll have more sexy time with Vladdery or whatever name we are giving this little bitch. Um, and do please join our Discord. We uh, we have our own little Discord oh, where we record. They're really branching off. Shows we do a live show every couple they're weeks. Seceding from distorted view. First so. We would love to have you, Tim. We would love to have you. I have only invited you, I don't know how many times. I didn't even, honestly, I don't even remember you inviting me to your your prank call Discord. I'll join. Sure, no problem. All right, well, thank you very much, Vlad. I will provide a link on the show notes today to uh, Great Big Pranks on uh, iTunes or what, Spotify, whatever I can find. Uh, you can look it up yourself, though. That's all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it oh god Jesus Christ on a wheel. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Tomorrow's show is going to be a Sideshow exclusive one. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Again, go to superfreaksideshow.com. Do that right now. Otherwise, I will see you back one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.
has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.